Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Welcome, everybody. This is the REI Secrets special webinar. And this is a webinar I do every week for you guys just to um, say, hey, what's going on? How are you? And I do coaching calls regularly where I answer a lot of questions. I have a Facebook group where I answer a lot of questions and the community is involved in there and helping each other. This is a special webinar that I wanted to do. I wanted to take aside some time every week where I not necessarily ask or answer questions, but I'm teaching something. And uh, today I got something really cool I want to talk about. And I'm going to be teaching you guys how to make simple cash offers. And sometimes, like a lot of you guys may already be doing that, you may already know how to do it. But sometimes it's good to be reminded again of the simplicity of this business. It's not complicated. It's not too hard. And many times when we are um, in the business and we're deep into it, we're studying, we're, we're watching videos and reading books and listening to podcasts or whatever, right? It's easy to get overwhelmed because there's so much information out there. It's an awesome thing and it's a, it's a blessing and it's a curse, right? There's so much information out there that it's easy to forget the simple basic things. I wrote a book one time called Being Brilliant at the Basics. And if you want to be successful in this business, you have to be brilliant at the basic things. And the most successful people in this business, the guys who were, and gals who are doing the most deals, making the most money, they're really good at doing the simple basic things. And they don't let anything stop them or distract them from doing that. Does that make sense? And so one of the things that I want to do on this is show you how to make simple cash offers. I'm going to show you two different methods for making cash offers. There's two different ways to do it. And I'm going to share my screen here. And I'm actually going to just write down some things on how to do it. And then I'm going to, let's go ahead and do it. We're going to pull up a property. We're going to look at it. I'm going to analyze it. And I'm going to write up a cash offer. Let me first tell you guys, if you don't have it already, you need to sign up for partnerwithjoe.net. Partnerwithjoe.net is where I have all of this stuff in there. My calculators, the contracts, the scripts, the tools, everything I use is inside of partnerwithjoe.net. A lot of you guys already on here have that, but in case you don't, you're watching this later. Go check out partnerwithjoe.net. I'm going to show you some things here. I'm going to show you a calculator and a software that I created that does this for you. I'm going to show you how I do this inside of FreedomSoft, hopefully, and we'll go from there. Cool. All right. So I'm going to share my screen. Hopefully, I can get this to work. I haven't done this in a while. And you should see my screen here. I'm actually going to go to my YouTube and make sure it's on there. Okay. Yes, I'm good. All right. So what I'm going to show you here is how to make simple cash offers. I don't know if my camera is kind of covering up there, but you should see how to make simple cash offers. And there's basically two methods. Method now, please bear with me here as I'm, I'm not used to writing and teaching at the same time. I'm going to give you method one, which is the simpler. Well, you know what? I'm going to give you the harder version first, and then I'm going to give you the simpler version first, okay? Method one, it's called the, it's typically called the Mayo formula, and that stands for Maximum Allowable Offer, and that's simple. It's the ARV, which is what? The after repair, repair value, okay? Times 70% minus repairs, minus 
your wholesale fee. Real simple. And that equals your maximum allowable offer. Now, some of you guys are like, Joe, that is so outdated. That doesn't work anymore. I've seen videos on YouTube and people talking about it. It doesn't work anymore. Yes, it does work. The thing that's changed is this. This 70% may not work in your market, okay? In your market, and it and it varies in each side of each city, okay? There's certain areas of St. Louis where I might offer 60%. There's other areas where I might do 80% inside of St. Louis. Now, if I'm in San Diego and I'm doing deals, I might be at 85% of ARV. So this formula works no matter where you are. You just need to figure out what this number is. Generally speaking, the hotter the market, the hotter the zip code, the, you know, the more desirable the neighborhood or whatever, this number is going to go up. Okay. But what does this mean? This means there's 30% equity in this house. There's 30% equity after repairs, after your wholesale fee. Okay. 30% equity. If there is only, if this goes down to 80%, that means there's 20% equity, right? And that just means, well, there's 20, there's 20%. So if, you know, if it's a, there's a big difference between a hundred thousand dollar house and a million dollar house, right? So 20% of those two are completely different. So just be aware of this. In this method, this formula still works, but this number may need to change. How do you know what that number is? You just It's just trial and error pretty much. There's no shortcut, easy formula. What I would recommend is find the investors that are wholesaling a lot of houses in your market and ask them, what do you typically use? Or how do you typically come up with your offers? All right, so let's give an example of this just so I can show you. Let's do green. Let's say the ARV of a house, that's after repair value, is $250,000, okay? And let's say the repairs, there's different ways to do repairs. You know, like FreedomSoft has a really good repair estimator where you just put in the square footage of the house and, you know, with the current condition and the, are you going to do a, turn it into a rental? Is it going to be a rental rehab or a retail fix and flip rehab? And so generally speaking, what I like to do for repairs is I like to do five to maybe $30 a square foot. All right. So, you know, if, if, and this is the general rule of thumb, I'm just hoping to get within $5,000 of what the repairs would be. And this is just our initial offer. Obviously, when you make an initial offer, the seller accepts it. You have an inspection contingency period in there of a couple of weeks. And that's where you're going to get a contractor to go look at it. You're going to maybe partner with another local wholesaler who understands the market and understands rehabbing and things like that. You're going to get your buyer to go look at it. And they're going to tell you, yeah, it doesn't need 40 grand in repairs. It only needs 30, which is great, right? But generally five to $30 a square foot. And you know, generally a $5 square foot is just like if the seller says it doesn't need any work. And you know, if it's a thousand square foot house, that's $5,000 in repairs. That's going to be cleanup, landscaping, uh, maybe paint, do some whatever. Okay. $30 a square foot might be a full gut rehab. That's where you take, you know, tear out all the walls, except the studs, redo the electrical, redo the plumbing and refinish it. Now, again, it varies on uh, what kind of quality finish are you going to be doing? So there's, there's really good tools. Like, let me just show you a real simple way. And one of the things I'm going to show you two things. Okay. And you can get both of these. I'm going to share a different screen here. Uh, boom. Here you go. You see my screen. Just let me know if you're in the zoom chat, you can see my screen here. I'm going to play my video to make sure. All right, good. I, I can see it. My.freedomsoft. This is my, uh, I'm logged into my demo account here. And let's say I'm looking at one of these leads here. This is a house in Birmingham. 
And I don't know, let me just see what size house this is. If I go to Zillow and look at this house. Okay, this was a house that was uh, listed for rent and I was going to make an offer on this. I was going to, I mean, we might even do this as our example later on. Um, this is a house that's been on the market for 196 days and it hasn't sold yet. Why is that? Well, it might be in a rough neighborhood. Maybe, you know, a retail buyer who's going to live in this house does not like green carpet. They see that and want to throw up. I don't know. It needs updating. This is a great rental property. The reason why it hasn't sold yet is it's overpriced, okay? It's obviously not worth $135,000 or else somebody would have bought it now and it would not have been on the market almost 200 days in Birmingham, Alabama. So on this type of a house, it's 2,072 square feet. So one of the cool things that FreedomSoft does here is they have this thing called Rehab Estimator. When you click on Rehab Estimator, you click Start New Estimate. I'm going to zoom in a little bit. You can give it a name if you want. This is a, uh, what kind of style property is this? I'm going to call it one and a half story, maybe. It's kind of weird, but style. Try uh, Let's do split entry. Okay, Total square feet. I think I said 2,100, didn't I? 2,072. 2,072. Finished square feet. Basement. I'm just going to say that, well, let's shoot. Let's just do this. Yeah, let's leave it. It's a four bedroom, four bedroom, two bath, no garage, roof, no work needed. I mean, just looking at the Zillow, can't tell. I'm going to guess it doesn't need any work because, you know, it looks like they put some work into it already. No work needed contingency. Let's do 5% contingency. Current condition, it's livable and it's clean. Okay, so you can choose total beater, livable, needs work, livable and clean. Then you go over here to the right. After repairs, we're not adding any new bedrooms or baths. And I bet you that house, well, maybe it has two full baths, but it's probably one and a half. Still not going to have a garage. And the finished quality, it can be economy, average, or luxury. I'm going to do economy because this is a rental property, okay? Housing market adjustment, this is Birmingham, Alabama. And this is, you know, it's just going to be cheaper to maybe do rehab in Birmingham, Alabama than it's going to be in New York City, for example. So this adjusts for the housing market. And you click create estimate, and it's going to give you here two different estimates, one for rental grade and one for fix and flip. And you'll be surprised at how close this is. This is going to be within 10% of what the real repairs may need, okay? So it ranges from 7,000 to 28,000 here, 29,000. But you may look at this and think, ah, the kitchen doesn't need any work. I'm looking at the pictures here. Is there a picture of the kitchen? So yeah, this pic this kitchen looks nice, right? New appliances, new countertops, maybe new flooring. Yeah. All right. So you might come in here and just say kitchen, make that zero. All right. And then you um, refresh. Where's the refresh button? Here it is. Rerun estimate. Oh, save estimate. What did I do wrong here? This will be zero. Oh, you got to click the check mark. Duh. All right. So that jumps it down to 4,600. And uh, where'd the kitchen go? Let's just make that maybe 2,000 to maybe update some appliances. All right. So here we are, $4,600. I generally use $5,000 for a minimum for repairs on a house that doesn't need any work because there's going to be landscaping. There's going to be paint and carpet. You know, you probably in this basement want to uh, replace the carpet, maybe just tear it out and leave the concrete floor. Um, just kind of depends. I don't know. Probably put new carpet in there. Ah, here's the second bath. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, this looks like it needs some updating and work, right? Flooring is ugly. The probably washer and dryer go here. Um, looks like there's some stuff that's going on around the, the base of the bathtub. So this might need some work. So anyway, I feel good about this estimate. Five grand minimum. Maybe instead of the putting, you know, three grand here in the kitchen, maybe 
we could double this to $2,500. Right, so anyway, that's uh, you're going to see, you get a rough estimate there. And from, from, from here, you can actually save this to attachments. So when you click that button, it will save it to the attachments here. Go to attachments, you give it a minute. Hey, yeah, here it is. And it'll show up in here. I have two of them. And you can then view this later, just for your files, for your records. You understand that? Cool. All right. Now we're talking about making offers here. Another way to do this is, let me share my iPad again. I'm going through this in, in a lot of painstaking detail here because I just want to make sure you understand. Normally when I'm calculating an offer, it doesn't take me more than like three to five minutes max. Okay. This shouldn't take you very long. It's taking me longer. So I'm just trying to explain it in a lot of detail. I hope you can understand that. So for this one, you know, looking at it, I, I might just use, let's just say, because the basement needs some work. I'm going to do $7 a square foot, let's say. And so the, what does that do? So you do uh, just about 2,100 square feet times seven. You know, look at my numbers. I, I, I'm going to scratch that. I'm going to do $5 a square foot. Okay, 21. Let me get my calculator out here. Where'd you go, calculator? There it is. 2,100 times. I know some of you are like, Joe, you can't do that in your head. What's wrong with you? 10,500. Okay. Yeah, I should have been able to do that in my head. <laughs> All right. Sorry. So the ARV is 250,000. The repairs are 10,500. All right. So let's do the formula here. Oh, and for my fee, I always shoot for $10,000 wholesale fee. This is important. I mean, if, you, if you're not expecting, if, if you're just expecting three grand wholesale fee, which when you're getting started and you visit your local real estate clubs or you, you, you network with other people that have been in the business a while, you're going to hear this all the time. Well, yeah, the average wholesale fee here is $3,000 or don't be, don't expect, don't get your hopes up. Don't listen to those late, late night gurus. You know, on average, you're going to make five grand on a wholesale deal. That may be average for people that have come to expect it, but I'm telling you, and I've seen this in our own business. I've seen this with my students' business. You know, when we were first starting to wholesale in a big way in 2012, I was doing a lot of lease options before that. And we started doing regular wholesaling. My main acquisitions manager was like, Joe, $3,000, that's a lot of money, right? That's more than I make in a week, in a month, I mean. I was like, oh, yeah, I know that's not chump change, but we need to shoot for higher. But he was really uncomfortable trying to ask for a $10,000 discount, you know, a $10,000 lower price. So, um, and he thought no seller in their right mind would ever accept an offer that low, right? Like I'm already beating them down to ridiculous low price. I can't beat them down another $7,000. So I finally got him comfortable with, with asking for a $5,000 assignment fee, wholesale fee. Then I got him up to 7,500. And then I got him up to 10,000. And guess what, guess what happened? Every time we increased our uh, wholesale fee that we were putting into our calculations, we were making more money. That's the way it works in this business, okay? You're making more money. So I would encourage you guys, shoot for 10 grand. Why not? Who says there is, is there any kind of law or rule that says you can't make 10 grand wholesale fee? Sometimes you might make only five. Sometimes you might make 15. Always shoot for this. Don't shoot or expect for anything less. All right. So we're still good. You guys can still hear me and see me. You guys can see my screen. Good. All right. So then what is our formula here? Well, let's just do it. Let me get the right ink color. Let's change it to blue. All right. We're going to do 250,000 times 70%. You know what? In, in this market, let's say that we're in because it's really hot right now. Let's do uh, let's do eighty percent. So I'm gonna get my calculator. Two hundred and fifty thousand times 0.8. That's two hundred thousand minus repairs. 
of 10,500 minus a wholesale fee of 10,000. Okay. What does that equal? 200,000 minus 10,500 minus 10,000. Those of you on Zoom, what number did you come up with? There you go. Julie's got it right. 179,500. 179,500. That, ladies and gentlemen, is your offer. That's your, that is your, why isn't this working here? Maximum allowable offer. Now, if you change this, you know, to 75%, maybe, or, you know, this is going to be different. Just kind of have to see how it goes. Now, one thing that I always do, and I'm going to show you this later and after the second method is, all right, so if, if I'm going to be, if I'm going to buy this, so let me, let me explain to you also what this means is. So my A to B, my contract with the seller and me is going to be 179500 right? But then I'm going to sell it. This is me and my end buyer, right? I'm going to sell it for what? 189500 you understand? So my A to B, my A to B, that's my contract with the seller. My B to C is my contract with my end buyer that I'm selling it for. All right. So I'm going to be selling it for $189,500. You better go and look to see what your competition is doing. If you see a bunch of similar houses listed for sale for $180, do you think you're going to be able to sell yours for $189? Or if you see a bunch for sale for $160, you understand what I'm saying? But if you see instead there's a bunch of similar properties selling for 200,000, well, that's going to be good. Thumbs up. So you need to look at what your competition is is selling these same properties for. All right, does it make sense? That's method number 1. You want to see method number 2? It's very simple and it's a lot easier in some ways. Method 2, it's real simple. I'm going to stay in the color. This is the average of the lowest solds. And let's just say, you know, four to five, maybe. Actually, let's say the average of the lowest three to five times 80% equals maximum allowable offer. Really simple. Average of the lowest solds. Now, again, if it's a super hot market, you know, maybe maybe make this 90%, maybe make it 100%, kind of depending on where you are. If you're in Southern California, again, that kind of changes. But most markets, this is a good average to hold on to. Average of 80%. Somebody's asking here a good question. Where do you account for closing costs? You account for closing costs right here in the 80% and uh, right here in the 70%. That's where you're accounting for those extra costs, carrying costs, closing costs, realtor fees, all of that stuff. Like All of those extra costs that are involved with selling a house are covered right here. But it almost doesn't matter, right? I mean, it does matter, obviously. But what matters is what are my end buyers willing to pay for this house? A retail buyer is going to be willing to pay more than an investor buyer that's going to go in and rehab it. So you need to know that, all right? Those extra costs are associated with that. All right. Now let's look at a, an example of method two on how we would come up with an offer like that. I'm going to go share my other screen here. And uh, where were we? I think we were right here, weren't we? All right. This is my uh, Freedom Soft. Let's go into Redfin. And I'm going to go into, um, you know, I was just looking, I was doing a, working on a deal the other day in Louisville, Kentucky. Let's look in Louisville, Kentucky. All right. Sorry if you can hear my water and the ice. I know that's gross. And you hear, you know, I'm always bothered and annoyed when I'm listening to NPR and uh, I'm hearing, you can hear them smacking their lips and (laughs) sorry. Okay. So I'm looking for houses here in Redfin. 
And one of the things I like about Redfin is I can go here to filters and I could say, show me all the houses that have been on the market more than 30 days. Now, the market's white hot. Even in Louisville, Kentucky, the market is hotter than it's probably ever been. Houses, all you need to do is stick, and you, I hear this from investors in Louisville and realtors, all you got to do is stick a sign in the yard and the house is selling like that, above asking price, multiple offers in a day. If that's true, why in Louisville are there still 825 homes that have been on the market over 30 days? Now, you might say, well, there's some new construction there and they're selling houses that haven't been built yet. All right, so let's change this to they had to have been built before 2015. There's 327 homes on the market. Well, you know, you've got these $1.6 million homes in Louisville, which is really high and expensive. All right, so let's let's say, all right, the house has to be under $500,000. Let's click done. There's 228 homes in this area right now that have been on the market over 30 days. Why haven't they sold yet? They're just overpriced. But let's look for a house that needs some work. And I'm going to go in and I'm just going to say, let's look for houses at least priced above $50,000. So I want to make sure we're, you know, we're excluding the, the uh, really, really low-end homes. And I'm going to sort this table by price. One of the reasons why I like Redfin so much, if you scroll down to this table, you're going to see a download all button right here. And I'm going to do another video in REI Secrets uh, soon here showing you, um, you know, when you can, take, you can take that spreadsheet and upload it into PropStream. And it'll show you all of the properties that are free and clear, that don't have any mortgages. So you could offer seller financing to these people. I want to zoom into Louisville a little bit more. You've got 135 homes in this area right here. Now, not Redfin's not in every area. You can do something similar in Zillow, but it's not as easy. And I'm just looking for houses that need work. This one is only one picture. It's 50 grand. This one, two bedroom, one bath. All right, this one needs updating. This might be in a good area. I don't know, but this one's been on the market for 56 days. It hasn't sold yet. This one has looks like it has some kind of sign on the window that says, you know, it's uh, either it's a permit sign or it's been condemned or something like, I mean, I don't know, non-habitable. Let's do this. Let's look for, I don't want the really cheapest. I want to look for something that's already under, that's over a hundred grand, let's say, that just needs updating because I'm going to make a low ball cash offer. Now, this is a great house. I'd make, I might make a owner financing offer on that. So I'm looking for a property that's going to need updating. And we're going to come up with a cash offer. A lot of exterior photos. Sometimes that means oh, that needs a, a house needs a lot of work. That one looks good. All right. Here's a, maybe a decent house right here. I'm going to view details. This is a house that has some interior photos that was probably taken with an iPhone. It's got stuff on the walls. It's cluttered. This might be a rental property. Something's going on with this thing where it's probably a landlord that's trying to sell it and there's a tenant in there. Be part of the revitalization in the West End. Okay. All right. So let's make a cash offer on this house. Let's say we talk to the realtor. You say, this is a nice house. I'm surprised it hasn't sold yet. What's going on? Why has it been on the market 273 days? You know, and then I'd talk to the realtor and I've done some other videos in the REI Secret Series of how to talk to realtors, what to say to them. And I might say something along the lines of, you know, what this, this is a night, is this a nice neighborhood? I'd be honest with them. Tell them I'm in St. Louis. Is this a nice neighborhood? Why do you think it hasn't sold yet? You know, what, what do you think would be a good thing to do with this property? Would it be a, um, <laughs> would it be a good fix and flip? Would this be a good rental? What are the school districts like? What price do you think they need to price this at so it can sell? People are giving me a hard time for saying that I listen to NPR. Listen, I am, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm very conservative, but I, I do sometimes listen to NPR until I can't stand it anymore. Then I'll, turn it off. But I, I, I like their in-depth stories sometimes. So stop giving me a hard time about NPR. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I heard a story the other day about uh, bird migration, uh, how these birds, I mean, millions of them fly 
um, over your heads every night at night because they, they fly at night because there's less predators. It's cool. And they, they migrate from the south to the north in the spring and from the north to the south in the fall and the winter. And I wouldn't have heard of that on whatever other channels that I might or might not listen to. Okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop talking about that. It was fascinating, though. Okay, yeah, let's make a cash offer on this. How do you do it? Well, again, it's the average of the lowest sold. And there's a couple places I like to go for the lowest sold. I'm going to show you how to do it right here in Redfin. There's a free version and a paid version. I'm going to show you both. But uh, one of the things I'll do here is in Redfin. I look and see this is a house that's 1,852 square feet. So I'll zoom in a little bit. I'm going to scroll down. And sometimes you see it in Redfin right below the map. It says map nearby homes for sale. I'm just going to, but you don't see it here. You have to click on this doohickey here, make the map big, and then click map nearby homes for sale. I don't know why they do it that way, but they do. All right. So this house is listed for, what was it listed for? 109 or something like that. Let me sort this by price. Yeah, it was listed for 108.9. I'm going to write this down in the iPad. I know you can't see it yet, but I'll show it to you. The uh, list price is 108.900. All right. Now, what we have here is three homes in this search area. I'm going to go here to more filters. I'm going to turn for sale off, sold on. I like to get as many properties as I can. So I might go last year. And I want to get as many cheap properties as I can. So I'm going to go back one year. Click done. I have 28 homes here. That looks like more than I actually see. I'm going to zoom out. There you go. Now I have 35 homes. I'm going to sort this by price. Now I can see a lot of really cheap ones here, but they're 780 square feet, 930. And this house was, um, what did I say it was? 1,852 square feet. Let me write that down. And it was a four bedroom, two bath, right? So what I might do is go in this other tab and I might say, all right, I'm going to make sure it's a house. I want to make sure it's at least three bedrooms. And for my size, I want it to be at least 1,500 square feet to maybe, I don't want to limit it too much, all right? So I'm kind of like, I want it to be get as many as I can. And here we go. Now I'm a little bit better here. I'm a little a lot closer. And I have eight homes. If I don't have enough, I just zoom out again. And that house that I'm looking at always stays in the middle. And if that's too many, I zoom in. And I want to sort this table by price from low to high. See what I did there? All right. So now look what I'm seeing here. I'm seeing 35, 43, 45, 64. I like seeing a cluster in here of homes. Now, these are probably all properties that need work. Remember our house here. Let me open it again. This is probably going to need work too, because again, there's no interior photos. I'm expecting, remember we were doing our repair estimator thing. I'm probably looking at $15, $20 a square foot for this house to fix it up. 15, 20 bucks a square foot. So on uh Let's say 15, 18, 52 times 15. So it's about $30,000 in rehab. That's what I'm going to be just shooting from the hip with. So now looking at this, I'm going to write down these three numbers and I'll share my iPad in a minute. The lowest solds, we've got 35,000. We've got 43,100. We've got 45,000 and we've got 64,000. Oops, whoa, what happened here? Lost it. Okay, now let me go back and share my iPad. I'm doing this with pen and paper so you can kind of see you don't need fancy software and tools or whatnot, but let's sum those up. You can do this with a pen and paper. All right. 35,000 plus 43,100 plus 45,000 plus 64,000 equals 187,100. Okay. Divide that by four. One, two, three, four, right? That's going to give me my average divided by four. It gives me an average of 46,775. Okay. Now, 
Remember we talked about multiplying it by 80%. Uh, this is a hot market right now. I'm going to do 90%. So I'm going to take 46,775 times 0.9, which is going to give me 42,098. That's going to be highlighted. That's going to be my offer. Now, okay, this was two different properties. I just wanted to show you, I should have done this actually. I should have done both methods on the same house. But anyway, too late for that. This is the other method. Again, you take the average of the lowest solds times a certain percentage to get that. Now, I would make an offer for 42098 Now, remember though, if I'm going to sell that, I'm going to sell it for what? 52098 on the B to C, right? So this is A to B. And this is my B to C. So I need to look at well, what's my competition? Do I? Uh, there are going to be other houses that are going to be less than that or higher than that. So let's go back to Redfin here. And that house is still in the center of this map. I'm going to change more filters here to sale on, and I'm going to turn sold off. I just want to see again what my competition's doing. There's not going to be a lot of it. All right, here we go. There's only one home in there, so I need to zoom out to get more. There's still only one. Zoom out again. Now we've got five of them. See it up there? I'm going to sort this by price. My lowest competitor is 85 grand. Now, sometimes you might want to remove, let's do maybe a thousand square feet here instead. Now I've got a bunch more. And this is where you're looking at, okay, well, why would someone want to buy my house for 52 when they can buy this one for 29? Well, this one, yeah, it's just, it's a smaller house. Why would they want to buy mine for 52 when they can buy this one for 31? This one for 47? This one for 49? Now they are smaller, but only by not much, 500 square feet. This one for 69. So I'm looking at this thinking, could I sell mine for 52,000? Let's let's maybe get this back up to 1,500 square feet and zoom out again. All right now we've got 10 homes. This one is just 200, 150, 200 square feet less. Maybe it's in a rougher neighborhood. Hmm. This one's for 60. Why would they want to pay 52 for mine? Well, yeah, I feel pretty good about my number. So I'm going to go ahead and offer 42,000. And that seller or that realtor, when I'm talking to them on the phone, I might ask them, well, you know, what are similar homes selling for, do you think? They're asking what? Oh my gosh, 108. No wonder it hasn't sold yet. No wonder it's been on the market for 273 days. They're just asking way too much. Maybe they're not ready to sell yet. That's fine. Maybe I can offer something close to that if they do owner financing or something, right? But uh, that's why it hasn't sold yet. They're just asking way too much. So what do you think I could sell it for? And some people make this mistake where they'll say, all right, I'll offer... $98,000. And then they'll go around, turn back and try to sell it for 108 themselves. Well, if you can't sell it on the MLS for 108, what makes you think you're going to be able to sell it for 108 to your cash buyer? When you're advertising this house, you need to market, you need to sell this thing for 50, 60, $70,000 to get investors' attention because they're going to look and say, oh my gosh, wow, this is a deal. This thing was listed for 108. Now I can buy it for 75. Yeah, I can do that. Um, I think they're being real aggressive here. They're thinking this is an area that's being regentrified. If somebody puts 50 grand in this thing, they can really make it nice and you know sell it for a lot more money. So I don't know. This is a this is a tough area. And this is where if it's in an area like you just don't know, will you go in and you find what other find another wholesaler that's wholesaling houses in 40212 in that area and bring them this deal and say, hey, listen, do you want to partner with me on this deal? This one, if you just kind of scroll out to see where it is again, there's probably, you could, I could spend five minutes and find five different wholesalers right now that are wholesaling properties in this area of Louisville. Bring them this deal and say, hey, do you want to partner on this thing? What do you think you could sell it for? And they could probably tell you pretty quick, I could sell that thing all day long for 75 grand. All right, so you go in and you offer 65 grand. So that's actually method three. In fact, I'm going to write that down because that's a good one. I just thought of that. Method three might be the most important one of all. Let's go here. Method three. 
ask. <laughs> ask who? Other wholesalers. Who else? Landlords, rehabbers, realtors, especially the investor-friendly realtors. Okay, what am I talking about there? Let me go back to my screen share. Are you guys picking up what I'm laying down? Back here. So this is 40212, right? Let's go back here to this area. where This is where we were looking for sold homes. Let's go back to for sale off, sold on. Let's do last six months. These are houses that have sold recently. If I open this house here, let's go to details. Recently sold three months ago. Well, who sold it? Here it is. Chelsea Wright from G- Dream JP Pirtle Realtors. And it was bought with this guy, this realtor, Garrett Rednor, Cedar Hill Properties. So let's look to see who that agent is. I just Googled him. And uh, sometimes you see the phone number here. Sometimes you don't. You just need to do a little more sleuthing. Here's his host, home snap profile. Yeah, he doesn't like giving people his phone number, it looks like here. How about his Facebook page? Yeah, I see a phone number there. Somebody's phone number. All right, call that agent up and say, hey, I see that you just sold this property to one of your clients at 2532 Jefferson Street. I have a similar property nearby that I'm trying to sell. I was wondering if your investor or your client might be interested in another deal in the area. And then get that agent to represent you, okay? And their buyer pay the commissions. You might, you know, just Google it, play around with it a little bit. This is Cassandra. Call her. She probably knows who to talk to. There's a bunch of people here and they all look happy. Looks like a good place to work. Okay. Call them up and say, hey, I have a property in the area that you just sold. Do you know any investors that are looking for more properties? Um, If you bring me a buyer, you can get a commission on these deals. That's all you do. So going back to my other screen here, iPad, boom. This I think is my favorite. My favorite. Why? It's the fastest and less work. <laughs> I, I don't like, I mean, I do like work, but I'm, I'm just saying this is faster. It's less work. Plus I'm going to find somebody that will do the legwork for me of inspecting the property, of showing buyers the property. Um, and I'm just going to split my deal 50-50. So if I'm partnering with a wholesaler, for example, I might just split 50-50 the wholesale fee. Landlord, I'll just be honest with them and say, listen, I, this is a property that I don't want to buy. You want to buy it? Rehabber, the same thing. If it's a realtor, I offer to pay them 100% commissions. Now, what does that mean? Well, it doesn't mean, what it means is like realtor normally gets 6% commissions. The buyer's agent gets 3% and the seller's agent gets 3%. I'm just going to let them double dip the commissions and then get the full 6%. Okay. Yeah. And so, like, let's say my assignment fee, I'm hoping to make 10 grand on this. If I have to pay a realtor four grand, I'm still making six and the realtor does all the work for me. Easy. And, and, you know, the other thing too, is these wholesalers can give you, they can give you the money. They can give you the buyers if you need it. They can give you the contracts that you need. They can give you the title companies or the attorneys, anything that you need, these guys will have. They'll have the hard money lender. The buyers are looking for deals, the contracts to use, the title company, the attorneys and the experience. So here's the thing, guys. I have never done a deal where I've not partnered with somebody else on it. I've never done a deal where I was the only one doing everything. Never. I've always partnered with a realtor or an assistant even that did the work of selling it for me. Uh, Another wholesaler, another landlord. I've always looked to see, okay, I like working from home. I like being in my office. I don't like driving all over town. Okay. You're not going to see a bunch of mileage deductions on my tax returns with my cars. I mean, I'll drive to the coffee shop and back. That's about as much as I like to drive around looking at deals. I don't look at houses. I want to partner with somebody else who does, who does like to look at houses. And this is again, why I can do deals nationwide. 
because I get I, I do the marketing, I get the leads, pre-screen them, give them to my boots on the ground person, and they do the work. You understand what I'm saying? I'm getting good feedback here. I love method three. And this method three, I've been doing it forever, but it just came to me. I planned on only talking about the two methods here. <laughs> the Mayo formula, the average of the lowest solds formula. Now you have the ask formula. Simple. Okay. Any questions on this, guys? All right. So let's say we now have an offer that we want to um, send to the seller. I'm going to look something up here real quick and I'm going to share you what do you what do I like to see? Um, let me just make sure it is here in this place that I'm going to be showing you. I want to make sure we're we're good. All right, we are good. All right, I'm going to go to uh, back to one of these leads we were just looking at. I'll share my screen. This is all done in FreedomSoft. I really recommend you go check out FreedomSoftJoe.com. FreedomSoftJoe.com because this is what I like to send. And typically, though, this is what I send to the actual seller. If I'm dealing with a realtor, uh, I will just ask them to write the offer up for me because. We have to use a realtor's contract, right? But I want the I want the realtor to um, present the offer for me. But if I'm dealing directly with the seller, I'm talking to the seller on the phone. And even if they say, you know what, that's not going to work. We're we're miles apart. Um, they're not even motivated yet. I'm still going to send them an offer anyway. And when I send a cash offer, this is what I like to send. I'm going to be doing, by the way, my next REI Secrets video. I'm going to show you how I make simple lease option offers and owner financing offers. So just be aware that I'm only talking about cash offers right here, right now. So for this one, I'm going to go make an offer expiration. Let's say today's, the, I'm going to say this offer expires on the 4th and I'm going to buy, what did we say before? We're going to offer 42098, 42098. And I'm going to sell it for 52098. And, uh, oh, here we go. That's what I wanted. I wanted to put it here. 42098. There you go. So my estimated revenue or my profit is going to be about 10 grand. Let me look at one other thing here. Just want to make sure I have it in the right. Okay, good. Here, good. Here we go. So I'm going to put in here, I'm going to offer 42098. And what I like to do then is I have this document in FreedomSoft. And if you have the FreedomSoft Joe McCall Signature Edition, you get this. I'm going to click on Generate Document. And I have a thing right here called the Cash Offer Four-Page Template. Ah, it's not mapped correctly. All right, I need to fix that. But I'm going to show you how, even if it's not mapping correctly, how you can quickly do it easily on the fly. Oh, I know what the problem is. I know what the problem is. I didn't put the owner's information in here. The owner's information is blank. All right, so this should work. I just click find owner, click there, save the fields. All right, so it just brought in the owner's information right here. Mariah Corp, Inc. That's their mailing address, okay? Now I click the three dots, go to generate document, follow-up letter, next step. Now it's got the things filled in. Nice, okay, cool. There's one other thing I have to fix here. Right now in this lead in particular, this is the realtor that was listing the property. I want the owner's name in there. So I'm going to put Mariah Corp Inc. up here. So that's all right. I'll just change it. Okay. So that's now the uh, owner up there. Generate document. It's not the realtor. I mean, yeah. So here, for, next step, boom, that looks much better. Okay. Next step. This is my four page template here, which is going to say, all right, Mariah Corp, this sheet of paper is worth $42,098 for the next 30 days. Puts their name in here after taking into consideration our conversation. The following information you shared, the information you shared about your property and the current marketing conditions. We're making the all cash offer so that you can sell your property at address. This offer is good for 30 days. Got my information, my signature. And here is my one page contract. And it's filled out with the date, the buyer's name, the seller's name, the address, what I'm going to be offering there, earnest money. Now you can put earnest money on here. Sometimes I do a thousand bucks or something like that. You can change it. Okay. That's it. And then there's a third page. And this is really cool. I love this because this is attached now to the contract. And it says, you know, this is the benefits that you'll experience when you sell your property to us. We'll buy the property. 
You don't have to wait for a bank to prove a loan. Other investors are going to give you lots of contingencies. We have a ton of experience. Other people, who knows? Now, you can go in and you can modify this. You may not have 30, but I, I consider, listen, I've got my own experience. I've got my business partner's experience, my wholesalers that I partner with experience, title companies that you know that I use. We have combined easily 30 years of plus of experience, okay? The other guys, who knows? We have the best title agents. Most of the time, other guys are just a one-man show. We'll buy the house without having the tenants move out of the properties. Other investors, though, want the property vacant. We'll never ask you to make any repairs. Other guys, make sure you read the fine print. Other guys will close only if things are going okay. Be careful. Read the fine print, et cetera, et cetera. Otherwise, with us, you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. We'll buy it. We'll close on it. The next page is a simple. There's two ways, Mr. Seller, you can sell your property to us. Number one, determine the price of the home. Prepare the home. Get it ready. Advertise. Wait for an offer. Advertise. Wait for an offer. Hold an open house. Wait for an offer. Show the property to buyers. Wait for an offer. Negotiate a sales price. Make the repairs necessary to close. Prepare all the contracts. Coordinate with the title company or sell your house to us. Get a check and close it. All right. I love this because it's just a real simple cover letter. Hey, it was nice talking to you. Here's a one-page contract. And here are two pages of summaries and benefits of why you should be working with us. You click complete. It takes just a minute to generate this. Okay. Somebody give me their uh, email. Somebody give me their cell phone number. And I won't say who, but type in their cell phone. Somebody type in your cell phone number into the Zoom chat. All right. There we go, Jerry. I'm going to copy Jerry's phone number here. I'm going to just put it right there. This is Jerry's phone number. Those of you who don't know Jerry here. I'm actually going to text this to Jerry right now. I'm going to click on view. I'm going to highlight this URL. I'm going to text it. I'm going to click on this phone number, SMS. Hey, Jerry. And by the way, Jerry, please give me your email address too, if you don't mind. Type in your email address. It was great talking. How do you spell Harry, Jerry? <laughs> it was great talking with you about your house at, I don't remember the address. What was the address again? Okay, boom, there it is. In city. Here is a proposal I just emailed to you. And I'm going to paste that link right there. Send SMS. So it just sent him a SMS. And he also gave me his email address here. So I paste his email. Okay. I'm also then going to email this to him. And you can click on the attachments right here. And there's a template as well. All right. And it's coming from my business email. And so it's going to put his comp contact name in there, attaches and as his offer for your property and address. This is net to you. Please sign, get back to me right away. Boom. I click, I'm going to send a copy of it to me as well. And just like that, I sent Jerry an email. He just confirmed, thanks, I got it, let's do it. <laughs> All right, go ahead and sign it and send it back to me, Jerry. One other thing, Jerry, I'm going to send it to you in a digital signature here in a minute. The other thing I'm going to do is I'm going to print, I'm going to send it in the physical mail. I always send uh, my offers in the physical mail to sellers because I want them to, uh, in fact, let me do that in a second. Jerry, I'm going to send it to you right now as a digital signature, okay? So I'm going to click on right here, I'm going to click sign. I'm going to put his name here, Jerry. I'm going to put his email address right there. And uh, I can assign, I can make myself uh, a signer as well if I wanted to, but it's going to take a minute here just to make sure this, this document is uploaded. Let me just show you how that's done. I could make myself an assigner if I wanted to, and I could assign a signing order. I could say me first, Jerry second. Okay. I'm just going to delete that for the interest of time. So it's Jerry and the offer, the, the contract is, is uploaded there. It's not spinning anymore. And now I'm going to click on next. And this is where I'm going to drag and drop the signatures. So I want him to sign down here. So I'm going to drag the signature right here. And I will assign who's supposed to sign it. It's Jerry. Cool. And I'm going to drag the date up here as well. So this is just like DocuSign um, or HelloSign or whatever kind of digital signature you do. That's where it goes. Now, I'm not going to sign it here. This, But if I was going to put myself on here, this is where I would do it. 
I also have to select Jerry as the one who dates and signs that. If I was going to sign it, yeah, it would go right there. And yes, this is being recorded, Gilbert. This will be on my YouTube channel. Are you subscribed to my YouTube channel, guys, yet? Go to Joe McCall, go to YouTube, do search for Joe McCall, subscribe to my YouTube channel, and you'll get this video in there. So offer for your house. Jerry, please sign. Thanks, Joe. All right, Jerry, I just emailed that to you. Give it a minute here. I'll go ahead and sign it and uh, send it back. And yeah, in REI Simple, it's uh, the signatures are in REI Simple as well. All right, so let me go back here because remember I was just saying, I always want to send offers in the physical mail to sellers. I always want to do that. And so what I like to do is here's that uh, attachment again. I use email to mail, click to mail. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, just go to Google, do a search for click to mail, email to mail. And here's the link for that. And I'm going to show you what it does. You have to have a prepaid account with click to mail. It costs about anywhere from 80 cents to $1.20 to send a you know three to four page letter. But what it does is you send a letter to click to mail with the attachment of what you want to mail. You send an email to click to mail with the attachment of what you want to send. And in the subject line, you're going to put the seller's name and address separated by semicolons. All right. So from here in FreedomSoft, I'm going to click email and I'm going to, I have a special email from click to mail. I click that and I'm going to, well, the offer is attached right there. And there's an email template called email to mail. All right. What it just did is it put in to the subject line. Now I'm going to, when I click send email, it's going to send this offer. Click to mail is, I'm sorry, it's going to send this email. Click to mail is going to get this email. They're going to print this offer and I'll have them do it on yellow paper. And it's going to look like this, if you can see my screen here. And they're going to print it and send it to whoever is in the subject line. So it just merges in the field of the owner of record and the mailing address of the owner. Okay. I'm not going to do it, but if I click send to email, you can see my screen here. It's going to send an envelope like this, yellow letter, paper. This gets opened. It gets opened. And the seller now gets what? They get a text. I've talked to them. And by the way, also in FreedomSoft, I've talked to them in FreedomSoft. It records the phone call. It keeps track of the text messages. They're going to get an email with the contract, a text message with the contract. By the way, Jerry, could you go ahead and respond to the text that, yes, I got the uh, the contract. And um, then they also get in the physical mail, the offer. And guess what I'm going to do next? This is really important. No matter what CRM you're using, this is really important. By the way, somebody's saying, did you just put three dots in there? Yeah, you have to have something in the body of the email, but it doesn't matter what's in the body. You just have to have something. I just do three dots. You could do one dot if you wanted. But in the subject line, you have to have the owner of record, semicolon, mailing address, semicolon, city, state, zip. I'm not actually going to mail it. But then what you do here is you're going to just keep the status as follow-up. You can also change the status if you want to. You know, there's, There's an option for cold, which then will do an automated text following up campaign with them. But I'm going to go here to tasks, all right? And I'm going to complete that old task. I'm going to create a new one. I'm just going to say, follow up. I'm going to assign it to my assistant or to me. I'm going to do a due date in the future in 30 days. Boom. Okay. So now every 30 days, this task is going to come up for reminding me or my assistant to follow up with that seller. And what do I do? I'm just going to go in and create a new, I'm going to have my VA do this, create a new contract, just like what we did with a new date, the same dollar amount, send it again to the seller. Okay, Jerry did it. He said here, yes, I did get it. He signed it and sent it back. By the way, you can see in my communications here, Jerry, go ahead and respond to my text, would you? Now, I might have I might have texted Jerry before on another campaign because Jerry's on all my videos. So if he did respond to me before, it may not see the communication in this tab because I have another lead with Jerry in it. Somebody's asking me, how did you get it on a yellow letter? When you're setting it up in click-to-mail, they'll ask you, what kind of paper do you want to use? 
and I just picked yellow. And I have detailed step-by-step instructions on how to do this, by the way, inside of Partner with Joe. If you go to partnerwithjoe.net, sign up there. All right, so let me also show you something here. Now, it takes a minute, but he just signed it, he said, and he sent it back. But in a minute here, I'm going to see that signed. See, it shows here it's still out for signatures. So Jerry, just make sure you can sign it and complete it and all of that stuff. And by the way, when I do send offers to sellers like this for digital signatures, I make sure I have them on the phone when I do it. When they're, when they're ready to go and sign this contract, I have them on the phone. I'm talking to them. I'm walking through it. Okay, Jerry, do you have the email? Good. Click it. What do you see there? All right. You see the contract? Go ahead and sign there. Good. Yep. Click that. Click complete. All right. Good. You click complete. All right. Let me go here to my email and make sure we got it. And if I didn't get it yet, I was like, okay, what's going on here? So I can walk him through it. Okay, Lil, you can do yellow paper. By the way, while I'm waiting for Jerry to text me back and sign that thing, I'm going to just show you real quick here in my click to mail account. How do you get the yellow paper? Because somebody's asking about that. And then we're going to go ahead and, again, if you want detailed instructions how to do all of this, go to partnerwithjoe.net, partnerwithjoe.net. I have $178 in credits. They have a thing here called email to mail. Click on that. Let me zoom in a little bit. And I have different mailboxes, they're called. And let's just open one of them here. If you go here to right there, paper, canary, that's yellow. Okay. So when you're setting up what kind of you want, what do you want to do? It's on a double window envelope, black and white, printing on one side. Paper is canary 24 pound. You can do off white or white as well. And they'll do first class or you can do different things. Okay. And it's not 245. It's a lot cheaper than that. It's 245 if you don't have prepaid credits which I do have prepaid credits. I've got 180 bucks in here or something. Does that make sense, guys? All right, Jerry, I'm, I'm looking at your... I don't see your... You're not chatting with me in Zoom. Are you still with us here? It still shows it's not complete. When it is complete, maybe Jerry... Oh, he's trying to sign it still. He's getting, he's getting distracted. Okay, good. Here he goes. He responded. I got your text. Nice. Thank you, Jerry. If I wanted to, I could call him right from here. In fact, let's call him right now. Let's mess with him. It's dialing. You hear it? Hey Jerry, how are you? Doing good, man. Good talking to you. I uh, I'm on my phone trying. I signed, and I'm trying to figure out how to get it to register on the document here. It says use the signature. Um, okay. So let me. Well, I'm just calling you to 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 pester you. I'm sorry, but <laughs> that's all right, man. Go ahead and sign it when you can, and send it back. Just just it's not a big deal. A question for you. Yeah. I choose it. It's showing it on the uh, offer, but I'm not sure what to click on in order to register and send it back to you. It should just be clicking wherever it asks you to sign and then date and then click complete. Okay. Now, maybe it might be a little more challenging on the phone. I don't know. If you're at your laptop, it's easier. But I've done it before on the phone. All right. Well, Jerry, I got to go. Okay. All right. Take care. Thanks. I'll I'll keep working at it. (laughs) All right. All right. Take care. Bye bye. It does work on the phone. I've done it before. So maybe Jerry has an older phone, or maybe I don't know, but it'll work. Now, by the way, this is a good point. This happens all the time. You're dealing with a seller, and they're like, they're not tech savvy. They don't know how to do the this digital signature stuff. They don't even know how to use a mouse or turn the computer on. What do you do? Well, you use mobile notaries, all right? There's a company I want to re- recommend, NSS Notary. This is a re- website my um, friend in um, North Carolina uses, uh, Larry Goins. So check out NSS Notary. That's a good place to go to get mobile notaries to go to the seller's house. 
this seller, Jerry, he's ready to go, but he's having a hard time figuring out the technology side of things. Like, how do I sign this? I say, that's all right. Don't worry about it. I'm going to have my notary come over to your house. And the document doesn't have to be notarized, but I'm just going to pay this person to come to your house. It costs 50 bucks to get a mobile notary. Okay. Another website that you can go to is I think 123notary.com, 123notary.com. Okay. Um, and, and another reason why I like working with local wholesalers and local realtors, okay, is that my boots on the ground person can go to that seller's house and get the things signed. So it'd be nice if every seller could just, you know, sign everything, you know, they were computer savvy, their computer was updated, they had the latest iPhone, you know, whatever, but that's not going to happen. A lot of sellers are going to be behind the curve when it comes to technology. Not a big deal. Okay. All right. So a few things, guys, I want to just recap with you. Remember, there are three different ways to make cash offers. Number one, it's the typical Mayo formula. Remember what that is? The ARV, the after repair value times 70% minus repairs, minus your fee. Real simple. Been around for years and years. It still works today. Don't listen to anybody that tells you that doesn't work anymore. It does still work today. You just need to maybe adjust the 70% to 80% or 60% or whatever, right? The second method is real simple. I'm working with a, a guy right now who's doing driving for dollars for me here in St. Louis. And by the way, people are like, Joe, do you still do deals? Yes. I don't know why I have to even answer that question, but whatever. I got a guy right now who's driving for dollars for me in St. Louis. And by the way, when he gets a deal under contract, am I going to do the work of selling it? No, I've already talked to another wholesaler who's doing a lot of deals in St. Louis. And I say, listen, I'm busy right now. If this guy that's doing the driving for dollars for me gets a deal, will you help us sell it and split the deal 50-50? He said, yeah, no problem. All right. So anyway, that's what I told him to do. This guy is driving for dollars for me. Okay. He's new to the business. So like, it's real super simple. When you're talking to them on the phone, just get the average of the lowest three solds, which I just showed you how to do it in Redfin. Get the average of the three lowest solds and that's your off. He's like, okay, cool. I got it. Okay. Jerry just said he got it signed. I'll show you in a minute what it looks like. The third method, real simple. It's ask. Ask other landlords, other wholesalers, other property managers, other realtors that are already doing deals there and say, what do you think you would buy this for? What would you be able to sell this for? Okay. Then offer, go back to the seller, offer 10 grand less. Real simple. That's how you do it. If you want more, I'm going to go actually right real quick here to FreedomSoft and, and see if it came in. Boom. There it is. Okay. Let me share my screen with you because this is exciting. I love how FreedomSoft just does this all for you. If you're interested again in FreedomSoft and get the Joe McCall signature edition to get that offer template I just showed you, go to freedomsoftjoe.com. But here, we can see the thing that was signed. Click on view, go to the contract, and there's Jerry's signature right there. Bada boom, bada bing. Now he could have done it with his finger and signatured it, signed it. <laughs> he could have signatured it and signed it with his finger, but he'd use the standard one that, you know, it'll give you options. You could use that. All right. The other cool thing is it shows you right in here, the audit trail for that. If it ever becomes a legal issue, it will show you, look, he signed it from this IP address on this date. Okay. And it gives you the document UUID. This is the same stuff that DocuSign or HelloSign does it. But the cool thing now with this, guys, is it keeps all of this in the actual record. So this is the record with Jerry right here. This is, you know, what I use for the owner's information. This is, if I go here to communications, I see the history here. It actually recorded. Remember, I did that call with him. I recorded the call. Do you want to hear it? Thank you, dude. <laughs> Hey, Jerry, how are you? Doing good, man. Good talk. All right. It, it recorded the outbound call, and I can text him back. Thanks, Jerry. You're a trooper. Send SMS. So it keeps track of the whole conversation here in FreedomSoft. And I go to attachments, and I can see that it's been signed. 
I have the document there. Now, what do I do? I go to lead status. I change it to under contract. Cool. It's now under contract and I go to my tasks. I'm going to just make sure we're not forgetting anything. And I could say, send to title company, you know, get inspection, call realtor, et cetera. And I can assign that to myself, due date today, et cetera, et cetera. Boom. Okay. That's what you do. And you can have your whole team in here managing these leads for you. It keeps track of all your communication, your conversation and the attachments and all that. All right. Now, let me show you one more thing here, guys, because if you've been with me this long, I have some things I want to ask you to do. If you've liked anything that I've shared with you, I want to ask you to do me some favors. And I'm trying to find out a fancy slide that I built with this. Oh, and it's not going to work. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Slides. Is this going to work? Here it is, guys. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is so fancy. Aha, <laughs> there it is. You see that? Let me present. I got a slide for you guys. Here's what I do. I'm going to recommend you go register for these Zoom training calls inside of partnerwithjoe.net. If you're one of my customers, uh, one of my students, you get access to these in Zoom. Um, I'm going to give you this book. This book I have right here, REI Secrets. You're going to get a PDF of it for free. If you like this, go leave me a video review from your phone at reviewjoe.net. From your phone, leave a video review at reviewjoe.net, and I'll give you a PDF of this book for free. I have a YouTube channel. So go to YouTube, do a search for Joe McCall. If you want a recording of this, do a search for Joe McCall, and you will see it there. You can subscribe to my podcast. If you haven't already, just search for Real Estate Investing Mastery. If you want to get FreedomSoft, go to freedomsoftjoe.com. I didn't even talk about PropStream, but if you, I use PropStream every single day. Go to propstreamjoe.com. And if you, I have a software, I didn't even show you that to you yet either, but you can get it with partnerwithjoe.net. And if you guys are still here, would you like to see how I use that software? Um, if you want to learn how to do lease options, go to sloclass.com. All right. I'm going to show you how to use that software. Would you like to see that? And you can just bail if you're not interested in this anymore. And if you're like, oh, Joe, okay, I've had enough. Overwhelm. If, information overwhelm. Get me out of here. Um, where did my slides go? Well, I'll just find another place. If you're interested, in, ah, forget it. We'll do it on another video. Oh, I'm getting a bunch of yeses. You guys are interested. Okay, fine. Hold on a second here. If you're still with me here, then you really want to see how you do this on the calculator. I will show you. I will get there because it's in Kajabi, my main membership portal. Okay, here it is. Let me share my screen with you guys. I have a software that does all this for you, what I just kind of showed you. And I'm just going to walk through it real quick here. Boom. There's my information. Now you can see here, it's property info, after repair value, cash offer. And this also helps you come up with a lease option and owner financing offer. I'm just going to show you how we do cash offer here. I'm going to click next. I'm going to put information about the seller here. That's not his real name. It's Jerry Smith. Property address, let's just say 123 Main Street, City, uh, Des Moines, Iowa, 50265. That's where I used to live. The seller's mailing address, West End Street, City, uh, St. Louis, Missouri, six, blah, 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 blah. Next. Now, this is how we determine the, this is method one. We need to determine the ARV. So let's say we determine the ARV by figuring out, okay, it's, uh, Zillow says it's worth 185. Red or Epraisal says it's worth 195. Redfin says it's worth 180. So the average of those is 186. Okay. So ARV that I'm going to use is 187. I click next. That's the ARV, the after repair value. So here is method one, ARV times 70%. So I'm going to do 75% instead of 70%. Square footage, let's just say it's 2,100 square feet. And I'm going to do, uh, let's do $10 a square foot. I want to make a $10,000 wholesale fee. And you can always edit these repairs too here. So my method one cash offer is going to be 109. Hope you can see that okay. Now here we go into the last, the average of the lowest sold. And I can see, well, there was one that sold for 125. 
one that sold for 135, one that sold for 115. My discount of the average, 80%. All right, so now I have here two, can you see that okay? Let me zoom in a little bit more. I have method one cash off for 109, method two cash off for 100. So which one do I want to use? I'll just do something in the middle, 105. I'm going to put $500 earnest money deposit and let's give them a deadline of fourth. Okay, click next. Now I'm going to just, I don't need this other stuff, but I'm just going to go through here and show you that's the lease option stuff and the owner financing stuff. I'm not going to worry about that right now. I just want cash. And here we go. I have a cash offer only right here. I get three different three option letter of intents. One that gives me the cash and lease option and seller financing. One that gives me just cash and two different lease option offers. One that's cash and two different owner financing offers. So, and then a blind owner financing offer. What I'm going to do right here, cash offer only. All right. And if I click that, it's going to open it up in Word. Let me do a new share with you guys here so you can see what I'm looking at. And there it is. There it is in Word right here. There's the one-page contract, which is a really good contract, by the way. I didn't even talk about how good it is. And there's the third thing and there's the fourth thing. Okay. And so from here, you can save it as a PDF, no matter you know whatever tool you're using. Save it as a PDF onto your computer and just email it to the seller. You can print it and send it in the physical mail to the seller. You can take this then and go attach it to FreedomSoft. So we were, you know, in that FreedomSoft lead, for example, let me refresh this page. Well, whatever lead it was, you know, just go right here to attachments. Okay. And you can attach that file that we just created to the record. Okay. Boom. And it's attaching that document letter into there. And then from here, you can email it and text it and send it to click to mail. Make sense? All right. So that calculator that we just did here is at partnerwithjoe.net. If you want this calculator, go to partnerwithjoe.net and this will walk you through getting the after repair value, getting the, the two different methods for the cash offers, creating a lease option, two different lease option offers and two different owner financing offers. Okay, go to partnerwithjoe.net. When you go to partnerwithjoe.net, it's gonna take you to a site that looks like this. You get the software for free. You get the free version of just the cash one. If you want the lease option and owner financing, you need to join partner with Joe and it's just seven bucks. Cool. All right. That's all I got, guys. I'm wiped out. I'm tired. Not tired. I'm doing good. It's only 1130, um, but I'm ready to go. I appreciate you guys. Somebody is asking here, can you put the last slide up so I can screenshot it? You mean like the slide that I did? The slides? I don't even know what I did with it. Slides.google. I think you want to see right here. You want to see this. Share screen. Boom. This is what you want to see, I think. But this is what I'm going to show you anyway. All right, guys, I do these calls every week. I look forward to doing them. I love teaching you about marketing systems and automation, delegation. So I do these every week. If you want to be on Zoom with me, you can go to partnerwithjoe.net and you get, you'll get a link to these calls. If you're also one of my students in my Simple Lease Options courses or whatever, you get access to these. So don't, you don't have to buy Partner with Joe if you're already in a Simple Lease Options student. If you want my book, the REI Secrets book, PDF, for free, just leave a review from your phone. From your phone, go to reviewjoe.net. Leave me a review. I'd appreciate it. Uh, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel where you're going to find a lot of other videos like this. Just go to YouTube, do a search for Joe McCall, subscribe and get notifications for my videos. I also have a podcast. We do three episodes a week. Go look for Real Estate Investing Mastery. If you want to sign up for FreedomSoft, my signature edition, go to FreedomSoft Joe. It has all of my later, my paperwork, my contracts, my, my workflow automations, my websites, all my good stuff, my contracts, my lease option contracts, everything are in there. Or if you want PropStream, go to PropStreamJoe.com. Again, if you want that automated offer pro software, go to partnerwithjoe.net. And if you want to learn how to do lease options, get cash now, cash flow, and cash later, go to sloclass.com. I know that's a lot of stuff. I just wanted to say, hey, if you if you appreciate this, go check this stuff out. And we'll see you guys later. I appreciate you all very much. 
Thanks, guys.